the former three-time NFL team captain, investor, and faith-based humanitarian, brings his solution-driven ideals to a national audience. The goal of the Jack Brewer Show is to leave the listener empowered by sound biblical-based solutions to the pressing issues that face our nation and the world. Guests will include political and business leaders, athletes and influencers from around the world who will be encouraged to share how they are living their words through the works of their hands. This is the Jack Brewer Show. Everybody, welcome back to the Jack Brewer Show. Uh, as I promised, we have the man, Mr. Joe Piscopo, joining us, and I'm so excited. Joe, welcome to the Jack Brewer Show, brother. Hey, Jack, it's great to be with you. You know, you're always on my show, and I said, and they called said, would you do Jack Brewer Show? I said, are you kidding me? You are, I tell you, I'm, I'm a big fan. I love what you're doing, Jack. Nice to be with you on the air. Man, it's so good to have you, and you know, I was actually thinking about you the other day, and I, I had a guest on, and he started talking about Saturday Night Live and, and talking about how on, on, on Easter they're making fun of Jesus. I was like, listen, Jesus is off limits, man. I got to talk to my brother Joe Piscopo uh, about all of this, Joe. But, man, what is going on in our country? Why, like, why so much division, brother? I mean, you've seen – you're a little bit older than me, so you've seen uh, a lot, a lot more than I have – uh, school your school your younger brother, man. Tell me what's going on. Yeah, yeah. you're so you're so funny. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm I'm a lot older, man. And you know it's great when you get older, you have a be- you have a good overview, you got a good wisdom of everything, and then and you're not bothered by everything. But I could see they're create the divide is being created. So mm. this is my take on it, and the divide is being created by the media, as we know, you know the censorship. I've never had censorship. See, I come from the '60s, Jack. When yep. there were uh, riots, and it was it was a even it was so much far worse it's so much far worse than it is now. But there was almost a reason back in the '60s because the civil rights movement just got started. Hmm. Now people are just causing a divide to cause a divide, and they're not looking back in history on what we have accomplished. They're not looking back in history and seeing how great we really are hmm. as a people. So I always say on my radio show what's the end game? Who's running it and what's the end game? So it looks like there's outside forces just trying to dismantle America. And that and it sounds as dramatic as that sounds. I really think that's the end game. And they take away, they're taking away speech. Then they'll yeah. take away guns. Then they'll take away God. And you, and I'm telling you, I see, and you know, I'm older and I'm patient. So I'm not like, manic but that's why i stay on the radio i feel you and i now that you're on the radio it's great that you're on the radio because we're on a mission to tell the good americans out there hey it's not you there's somebody trying to take us down and we got to stand strong now more than ever got to stand strong more now you're so right man and you know I, i think about you know your generation um which is actually my dad's generation and yep, the yep. comedy that you guys had and the, the, the way you, you saw the world, uh, to yeah. see where things have gone, right? You went through the civil rights yeah. movement. I didn't. But now I look yeah. out, you know, this, this incident that just happened in, in Minneapolis. I, you look out uh, and you see that this city has a black mayor. This city has a yeah. black city commissioner, right? All the yeah. leaders of this city. You look at the Minneapolis uh, city city board and, and commission, all black, black police chiefs, 
So you have African-American people at the highest level of these local governments, but yet everything is still blamed on racism. And it's like it's become the crutch uh, of so many. And and really, uh, it's not allowing kids to think and to dream that they can accomplish anything. And I think that is, is what's really holding back this generation, Joe. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a great uh, overview, Jack, and it's unfortunate. And I, sometimes I say, you know, when I I do the music and we have um, do the stage show, uh, you know, I did it, did it down at Liberty University. I did it all. I go all around the country, mm. and I remember. Then I study uh, like the music and the generation that my was my father's generation, the Frank Sinatra and those guys. Man, the uh, the racism back then with with Sammy Davis and and. Uh, you know, if you, if you had somebody like um, uh, Billy Holiday trying mm. to come up, you know, Ella yep. Fitzgerald trying to come up. So you're too young. You're too young to even remember that. I, but you get there were there was in the 40s and the 50s how tough it was. And right. that's why Frank Sinatra, when they went to Vegas and he took Count Basie with him, Count Basie used to have to go through the kitchen door. He wasn't allowed. His name was on the on the, the sign out front of the Sands Hotel. And they told oh, Mr. Basie, you got to go through the kitchen door. And Mr. Sinatra said, that ain't going to happen. Because huh. if Sammy and if, and if Bill Basie can't come in, then I'm not coming in and I'm not playing. Amen. And it took, it took a civil rights leader. So, so but, but they don't see you. I love you because you, you're, you're asking and you're looking into the history. Study the history, how great we, how far we came and how great we are as a people, how great we are as Americans, you know. And, and then I, to go, go to the humor of it all. You know, I, I I broke in. Eddie Murphy was 19 years old, and Eddie and I were together on Saturday Night Live. So Eddie came out brilliant guy. I, you know, we didn't see color. I, right. I, we never thought about. It. And you in the NFL, did you ever? You never saw that. Never. And I didn't think about it. But but then I would see Eddie would get racist uh, letters, and he would get death threats on the show. You know, wow. and you didn't hear a lot about it. Yeah, that shocked me. And I looked at my young friend. And I said, man, this kid is strong because he's and but it, I could see it upset him. And then I knew there's some wackos out there, you know, and then, you know what, the way to the way to battle it is to just not, you know, not go down that path, not go down the path of hate, hmm. you know, and division stick together. And and we would joke, you know, I mean, you know, you, they, they, you know, come on, they call me a whopper a day ago. You know, you know exactly. I mean? I you know what I mean? I mean exactly. And, and, Think about this, Joe. You remember when White Man Can't Jump came out? What would happen if you came yeah. out with a movie called White Man Can't Jump or Black Man Can't Do This or Black... <laughs> you understand? Like, we don't have that humor anymore. And everyone is so uptight and so focused yeah, on yeah, race yeah, yeah. that we create our own reality. Yeah, you know, uh, and... and um. No, just to reiterate what what we were what we were uh, talking about even before we jumped on the on the air here, Jack. It's like it was just a, a softer time, an easier time, a more understanding time, mm. you know. And everybody got it, and everybody and you could, and we were. I tell you what, I don't think when I think about Eddie Murphy and I. You couldn't do a lot of the stuff that we did. I don't think we could do a lot of that stuff. You know what I mean? I mean, think think about it. you think about it. you are black and I am and white. white. You are blind right. as a bat and I have sight. What are you kidding me? I mean, you can't do that. You can't go near that today. You can't and, touch and it's it. Wrong. You, huh? you uh-huh. can't touch it. It's amazing, right? 
Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking yeah. about Eddie Murphy and Uncle Gus and all the things he was saying. Now it would be racist and stereotypical. I mean, come on, man. I know. I know. Everybody's got to relax a little bit. And then Don Rickles. Don't forget, I had a chance to work with the great Don Rickles. And hmm. to, to your younger audience, it's like this guy, all he did was make fun of people. And he was like so... It was it was just you know even when I watched the Rat Pack with Sammy and Frank Sinatra and D Martin those guys would go after each other and they call they called each other Dago they would say hey Dago how you doing you know like to do Italians <laughs> but that but now and listen it, it, they, it just, they're trying to the bottom line is this and what I learned from being on radio with Salem Media and I'm always grateful to my bosses for putting me on there letting me at least talk to the audience it's not it's not us. They're creating this divide. They're sure. creating a divide because it gives them power and control. That's all it is. They give the guy, you, the, and the thrones. What I want to know is who, who is the person deciding what's right and what's wrong, what's racist and what's not. Because mm. all of a sudden, something comes out. Where does that come from? That's does right. that come from, uh, like, Facebook? Does it come from YouTube? Does it come from uh, Twitter? I, like, it's like they have this underground that is deciding what's racist and what's not, you know, and all of a sudden it's out there. And then you and I sitting there going, who's coming up with this? You know, it's crazy. It is. We got to keep the fight. We got to keep fighting. And and like you said before, as, as they can, can push out God from being relevant and then, and from being that truth, it makes everything easier to play off emotions and to really, you know, spark people up. I mean, uh, as we speak, they are uh, in Minneapolis, uh, rioting yeah. and protesting the streets. Uh, as we yeah. as we speak, kids are being taught uh, in our public schools that uh, if you're if you're white, you're racist, and if you're black, you're a victim. Uh, and it's just sad. Yeah. It's a sad reality, and it's a, it's 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 so ungodly uh, because we we really are, are the, as as much as you talk about those things, the less you talk about the grace. Uh, and the mercy that God has has given us all, uh, and we just overlook our our blessings. You know, I'm I'm uh, I'm at Liberty University right now, I'm shooting, and we're yeah. having a a conference yeah. on Africa, Joe. Uh, it's a Equity wow. for Africa wow. Summit where African leaders and businesses, and we're talking about unity, and we're talking about wow. how we can bring the two continents closer together. Uh, and you look across the crowd, and it gives you a little bit of hope. But then you see what's yeah, going on in yeah. our schools and what we're teaching our kids. Uh, you know, you think we're the victim, but then you look across yeah. the world and you see how blessed we are. But we're not teaching our kids that anymore. And that's right. You know, and 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 they don't they don't look up to to guys like you who've seen so much. I mean, you've been in the media, you've had access to the world, man. You've seen so many different things, but yet, yeah. you know, the the youth won't listen to your voice. Because of your pigment, it's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Well, we could we could we could change it. And you're such a vital voice, Jack. And when you jump on TV, I, I watch you sometimes, and I see the courage that you display on television. And and you know what? You got we you got to double down because I know right. and I know from experience. You're absolutely right from experience. Because I remember when uh, Newark when Newark burned down, man. That's where my parents come from, Newark, New Jersey. You know, and and the, the riots of '67. And I remember being, you know, I was like in uh, high school and I remember hearing people getting shot in, in cars, you know, everybody. It's just like I said, wait, 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 that's where my parents come from, that town. How could it be like that? They burned it down. It took 55 
50 years to bring wow. it back. We had, and oh, oh, yeah, I listen, because I, and, and you need a president of the United States to say something like that. Right. He doesn't. He just inflames it. So you got to say, look, I know, look at the riots of the 60s. It took some of those cities. I know Newark, we had a big philanthropic giants, you know, mm-hmm. and they would, and I was just a foot soldier, man. I would go down to Boys and Girls Club. I put a gym in there. I put the police in touch with the community down there. Wow. I walked the streets of Camden, New, Camden, New Jersey, which was one of the, was the most dangerous city in the United States was Camden, New Jersey. You know what? We stayed on it. We brought things back. I saw the kids. I dealt with the kids. I'd walk into the, uh, when I was in Newark, I walk into the Newark detention center and I, I saw a kid. Uh, this is when I first started giving back like about 20, 25 years ago. Mm-hmm. And that's when Newark had a problem. And one kid was in an orange jumpsuit as I went into Newark detention center. And I said to the kid, Hey, what are you in here for? And he said, Hey, Mr. Piscopo, uh, homicide. He's Jack. He said it to me uh, like I, like I would have said like I would have said I, oh I got into a fight at school and he said mm. and I and I looked at the kid but in the eyes of that child that fifteen year old kid I saw myself and there mm. but for the grace of God go all of us so we it's our duty to help but we believe that we know that that's America that's, that's America they're trying to tell us we're not like that don't tell me I'm not like that because I know we walk. Most of us walk with God, if I could say That's that, right. you know, God forbid, you know, I love that you could say, you know what I like to Jack, I tell you something, you know what I say? I do this to irritate the ultra regressive socialist communists that are out there now. <laughs> I go, I go like this. I say this, I say this on the air and I'm on the air in New York, man. You guys, by the grace of God, we have a, I go, I go like this. I go, I go, you know what? I said, Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. Oh, oh, they don't want him. <laughs> I, and I can see, I can hear people just falling over. They're just dying because you say it. And I love driving it. I love, and every time, you know what I do on Sundays, Jack? You I know like what I that. do? I go, like, so I take a picture of church. I take a picture of the cross. Right. And I just go, happy, happy Sunday. Amen. You know? Amen. Yes, remember the Sabbath day. We're not Keep going nowhere. Holy. We're not That's going right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Joe, man, you are the best, brother. I am so grateful uh, and thankful that you uh, uh, that you joined this show. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the great Joe Piscopo uh, giving us that truth. Uh, so much experience. Joe, we always uh, end up our segment and ask our guests, how can we pray for you, brother? You know what? Just Just give us the voice. Give us the voice and the courage and the patience and, and you know, to, to, to get the word, get the good word out. Amen. 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 So we're just going to call upon the heavenly father to, to watch over Joe, watch over his voice, give him the strength uh, and the courage to continue to press on and to be that light uh, for so many uh, through his voice, through his words, through his actions, dear God. Uh, we thank you for his life. Uh, and we just ask for your continued grace. Oh, Man, I'm Jack Brewer. This is the Jack Brewer Show shooting live from Liberty University. That's Liberty University standing up for Christ, making champions for Christ. This is the Jack Brewer Show. I'll be right back. Brewer Wellness Shop is proud to help the most vulnerable Americans. If you purchase a 10-pack of masks today for $8.99, we will donate an additional 10 masks. Shop with us at BrewerWellnessShop.com. That's BrewerWellnessShop.com.